Welcome to Conversations with Grace, the podcast, the place where we delve into the processes and strategies that these entrepreneurs use to manifest success. You will get inspiration from these individuals who found their life purpose. What could be better than living your passion? Have a listen as they talk about their journey. Today, I have a very special guest and her name is Esther Faladun, a leadership and growth strategist with the John Maxwell Group. Thank you for joining me, Esther. Welcome, Grace. A pleasure. I'd like to know a little bit about your journey, how you actually started in this industry and what motivated you, what caught your eye to get into it. Um, Thank you very much for this opportunity, Grace. Um, It's my great pleasure to add value to other people by sharing my growth stories. I'd like to start with a quote um, by a philosopher, Walter. He said, God has given us the gift of life. But it is completely up to us to give ourselves the gift of living well. So, you know, when I look at my journey that started, my growth journey started about five years ago when I moved halfway across the world from Nigeria, where I'm originally from, to Canada. Of course, that was a big risk, right? That was a high job for me. And, you know, I had an MBA. But I found that there was something on the inside that was seeking fuller expression and expansion. There was more that I was wishing to express, but I wasn't sure how to. I didn't have that level of awareness. And so, you know, in all this, you know, trying to understand and unravel, what is this unrest? You know, it's just like you want to breath a baby, right? <laughs> when you're in labor, right? You can't, there's no way. I mean, it gets to a point and you're like, I just need to get this baby out. So that's kind of the state of mind I was five years ago. You know, even though I completed an MBA, I know that I've always loved to add value to people and encourage people. But then I I felt there was something, there was a dream inside of me seeking full expression. And guess what? I came across the John Maxwell team because I was looking for personal growth. You know, looking for something that would help me uncover more of the potential I had on the inside. And so in 2016, I came across the John Maxwell team. When I spoke to one of the program advisors, she spoke for like 10 minutes and I'm like, yes, this is what I've been looking for, right? And she said, okay, so why don't you sign up? And I signed up, by the way, mind you, I didn't have a dime when I signed up, mm-hmm. but they had a payment plan and I was ready to jump right in. I was like, I need to get this baby out of my womb. I just need to get this baby out. And so that was how my growth journey started with the John Maxwell team. And I, I believe it's, you know, it all boils down to, you know, if you want to add value to people, you need to be able to add value to yourself first, right? You need to be that first um, model. You know, you need to grow yourself to be able to grow other people. So that was how my journey started with the John Maxwell team. And I launched out into leadership and growth because I discovered that I needed to be intentional about my growth. I needed to discover more of who I was. And that was how I began to bat those dreams that were seeking for like expression inside of me. If I, by the way, I, I told John Maxwell when I met him in Florida in 2017 during the certification event, I said, you are my midwife. Finally, I can bet my dreams because, yes, I've been looking for how to breath this baby. So, you know, in a nutshell, my journey started with that quest of, you know, wanting more. You know, Maya Angelou also said there is no greater agony in life than bearing an untold story. So I had untold stories inside of me, but until I got to that level of awareness and I got, you know, I got a team that equipped me and expanded my awareness, I think I I was just having those dreams inside of me. 
So that's what oh. brought, that's what brought me into the leadership and groups. I would like actually I would like to know what he said when you told him about <laughs> giving birth. <laughs> he, he was like, I've never had that. You know, he's like, people call me father, friend, coach, mentor. It's like, I've never had anyone call me a midwife, maybe a midwife. No, husband, never right? had that one before. <laughs> <laughs> what sort of course is it with him? It's mainly about leadership. Is that right? Yes. So he's into the, I mean, he's ranked by Inc. Magazine as the um, number one leadership authority in the world because, you know, for him, leadership, it says everything rises and falls on leadership. You know, out there in the secular world, or out there in the world, people believe that leadership is a position. But then when I started this journey, I began to see that everyone is a leader because you need to be able to lead yourself to lead other people. Yeah. And when I say lead other people, it's not leading in terms of position. It's influencing lives. Leadership is influence, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, for John Maxwell, he has practical principles, you know, that helps you understand how you can lead and influence other people. Yes, he's been doing this for a very long time and everybody in the past has looked at leadership from a different perspective. But he's like, well, the buck stops with you. Mm -hmm. So you've got to exude that and set an example, don't you? Right. Follow me on Instagram at grace underscore Chevelle. Are there any projects at the moment or successful projects that you've done with regards to the industry you're in? So I remember when I, you know, when I started the journey, I said I had to first of all discover who I am because change starts with you. I mean, I can't change other people or add value to them if I haven't experienced that. So when I, I think I took six to twelve months into what I call personal growth, and I started with John Maxwell's fifteen laws of growth. It's called the fifteen invaluable laws of growth. So that's a signature class that I went through. And then I created my own program out of that because I'm certified with his team. So the first client that I had, a personal client, was a friend. Her name is Sarah Lauren. She also was in the same position I was, you know, a year before that, where she she knew she had something on the inside, but she didn't have a midwife, right? So I became a <laughs> Go back to the midwife. Yeah. <laughs> no, then I slipped into that role of, you know, she keeps calling me. She said, Esther, you help me to breast my dreams. And it's interesting because I know I didn't really use that word when I started, you know, when I when she became my client and I coached her through, you know, understanding who she was. But after 12 months, you know, and she brushed her own fashion brand called the Sarah Lauren brand, she said, Finally, I got someone to help me breast my dreams. And then I told her the funny story of, you know, telling John Maxwell. Of <laughs> That's fair. She's like, a product of the product, right? You know, so, you know, I see this, you know, you get value and then you add value to other people. And it's that domino effect, right, of adding value. So that was my first success project, you know, of helping someone breast her clothing brand. She's one of the top fashion designers in Atlantic Canada now, right? Fantastic. I know started with that seed. You know, planted that seed of awareness that you can be more. You have so much yes. to offer, right? Yes. And she took yeah. that signature yeah. class with me, master class. So that was my first successful project in this space. And then I had other projects which you know had other clients that joined this master class. And most of them are reading their first books. You know, they've done things that they never thought they could do. So it just started with that taking that first step of expanding their awareness and equipping them. Yeah. I think it's great making people aware that they do have the ability. Everybody has the ability to reach the goal they want. They may have to learn new things, 
they may have to get educated in certain things, but you have the ability, if you really want to do something, you go for it. Don't worry about what everybody else thinks. That's another thing that stops people, I guess, isn't it? They think, oh, so-and-so, well, what will so-and-so think of me? Or what will so-and-so think of that? Well, it's not about them. It's about what mm-hmm. you want. So can you tell me how you got into... So just for the viewers, Esther and I actually met last March on a Caribbean right. cruise, <laughs> which was a Jack Canfield organised cruise. We had a seminar on board and it was a wonderful week, wasn't it? It was awesome. Yeah, it was transformational. It was fantastic. That was another level of transformation for me. Yeah. And I love Esther because she, um, she gave me back my camera because I lost my camera for about three hours and I couldn't find it. So how did your journey with Jack Canfield begin? You know, I'm trying to um, just rewind because I remember when my friend, Blessing, had asked me, um, you know, if interestingly, she actually told me about John Maxwell. I remember, you know, mm. when I was looking for, you know, I just need to get this out of, you know, I just need, I know there's something more. She's a yep. friend from Nigeria as well. And she's very big on personal development. Um, so anyway, she told me that, you know, Jack Cantrell is having a Caribbean cruise and, you know, she's like, for her. It's not just the cruise, but then you get to enjoy, you get to have fun at the same time growing yourself. And for sure, that ticked for me. I was like, this is my first time going on a cruise. I want to go on a cruise. I think it's, you know, double benefit because then I also get to learn and grow. And I know that Jack Cantrell have read his um, success principles. Okay, so Blessing is actually a train-the-trainer. She took the train-the-trainer course. And so she's taught a lot of people on the success principle, which I was part of. So yeah. I'd wanted to, you know, I was like, I need to, you know, see from his perspective what transformation looks like. So yeah. it was an opportunity that I jumped at and it was one of the proudest moments of my life. It was very defining for me. It was beyond my expectation. Yeah, yeah. it was good. Yeah. It was a great week and he's very inspirational. If nobody knows what we're talking about, I'll show you the book. This is the Jack Canfield Success Principles book which is basically our Bible. Mm-hmm. And John Maxwell is one of the leaders in leadership. And this is one of his books, Winning With People, which is also Ooh. a great book. Yeah, so I haven't finished reading that one, but it's a great book. I hope you're enjoying Conversations with Grace. If you like, you can also listen to my other podcast, Your Road to Success. It's a motivational step-by-step guide, taking you from where you are now to living the life of your dreams. So have a listen. I'd like to know, what do you think is your particular skill in the industry, something that you're really good at? So when you look at, you know, um, skills, for me, I I prefer to call it strengths. Yeah. Because John Maxwell would say that even if you're not in your comfort zone, you need to be in your strength zone to operate optimally, right? And to develop your potential. So I actually had to do some strength-finding I had to do strength find assessment to zoom in on my strengths, right? So I can be articulated in knowing. I know I love to encourage people, like I said earlier, I like to empower people. Yeah. But then I couldn't articulate what my specific strengths were. So recently I took the Gallup Strength Finder assessment. And it was interesting what I found. Uh, my top five strengths are connectedness, right? So when I look at my life, you know, my experience professionally. And personally, is you know being a bridge builder, building relationship between people, building a bridge and breaking down silos. So recently, I took a job, I took a project in the company I was working for, 
a Fortune 500 company, and they had two different teams that were, you know, they couldn't seem to find a mutual approach to getting the result they were looking for. And so they brought me in to help them bridge that gap. How do I help them with culture transformation? And it was sitting, you know, seeking first to understand each team's perspective. And that's something I'm very good at is listening. Um, I'm very people-oriented. I like to break silos, break down those barriers, help them see the benefits, right? Focus, because, you know, there's a, there's a quote that says, what you focus on expands. What they are focusing on in each team were the negatives or the things that were not working as opposed to the strengths and the value that each team has. So what I do, what the strengths I bring to the table is helping each team or helping people see the strength they have, right? And helping to bridge that gap between where they are and where they want to be. Another strength that I know that is really helpful for me in this industry and space is Activator. So I talked about a midwife, right? It's yeah. helping people breath and ignite, you know, just kind of sparking up that dream or that potential. Most people is salient, is eating. But then I find that I have that skill set or have that strength to help you activate that talent, that gift that you're blessed with. And then you can run with it. I'm also gifted with empathy, which is, you know, again, being in this space, you have to be people oriented and least like, you know, have that empathy and listening, helping them understand that I know where you're coming from, right? This is where you want to be, but I understand where you're coming from. And then helping them bridge that gap again. So those are the, you know, the top five strengths that I have. That's wonderful. It's actually quite an amazing strength or skill that you do have to help people uncover and have a light bulb moment for you to give somebody that that is a tremendous asset to have because not many people can do that asking the right questions and listening to them and you you yourself have already worked out while you're listening what's going on right but sometimes you've got to help them uncover it themselves so that's terrific follow me on my facebook page at gracechevelle.liveyourpassion so with recent events, what sort of things have changed for you or how do you think the industry has learned to cope with it? I think it's interesting because I see this, you know, this crisis as a great opportunity for people to be more creative. So in the leadership, I see a trend of high demand of leadership and growth coaches or transformational coaches. Because people are going through a lot mentally, right? You know, I keep telling people, they say we're in the same boat. I don't think we're in the same boat. I think we're in the same storm. And we're all in this different boat. Because some people right. you know, are seeing, some people are seeing this half empty. Some people are seeing this half full. Exactly. So we're not in the same boat. We're in the same storm, right? So I see the industry. I think this is a great opportunity for, you know, more coaches, more strategies, more you know, people that are looking to come into the space to be creative about how do we help people that are not, you know, they can't see things from a positive perspective. So recently, John Maxwell, you know, John Maxwell created a resource. He created content around perspective principles of leading through crisis, right? And one of them was everything worthwhile is uphill. That's one of the perspective principles. And when you say everything worthwhile is uphill, He's trying to say we're not giving an overcoming life, but we're giving life to overcome, right? So it's helping people, you know, at this time, I see the industry as an opportunity to help people 
you know, help businesses that are struggling, help people that are struggling to see things from the perspective of, you know what, we can become better with this, right? We can become creative with this. I've seen so many creative opportunities being birthed out of this crisis. I've seen people, you know, that were otherwise in their comfort zone being bumped out of their comfort zone to a creative zone, right? So I think this, this season is an opportunity for leadership coaches and, you know, transformational coaches and, you know, what have you, to help people step up their game, to help businesses, even businesses that are down at this time. What else can I do? If this door is shut, then there has to be another door that I can actually pass through or open, right? If the doors are closed, you can actually create a new door. You don't have to wait for the door to open. You can create a new door, right? (laughs) So, you know, this perspective principle has helped a lot of, you know, companies and individuals that I've been working with recently to see things from a different perspective. And I've seen moments where it's like light bulb, like, oh, no, I know what I can do, right? So again, it's that, you know, it's that raising and expanding the awareness that there's opportunities, even in the crisis. Yes, yeah. I think we all go ahead in life just on that little wheel like the mouse and just keep on going. And this has forced most people to rethink their life. It's true. It's got them out of their comfort zone and they're rethinking, oh. And you know what? It's, I think a lot of good will come out of it. I think it's a new mm-hmm. chapter. A lot of businesses have changed, have gone a bit smart in mm-hmm. the way they do things. They've come up with different ways mm-hmm. to sell things. Now, luckily, the shops that had online stores, at least they've got the online store, right? Mm-hmm. There's different ways that, you know, and a lot of restaurants are closed, but a lot of restaurants have stayed open for takeaway. So there's all different ways that you can create your own new chapter. There is always an answer. Where God closes a door somewhere, he opens a window. Isn't that right? <laughs> exactly. There is. You know, I've seen, so many, I've seen so many opportunities that people have come up with that they would not otherwise have come up with if not yeah. for the crisis. Yeah. So there's so much we have on the inside. We just, you know, I, I see storms. Nobody wants, you know, nobody prays for storms or negative things, right? But I see this as opportunities for us to think critically, right? And understand that, okay, what can I do? How can I be creative? How can I turn this adversity to advantage? Yes. Right? Yeah. So it's, again, it boils down to changing how we think because sometimes we, we might tend to think negatively, but then yeah. we, have to be, we have to be conscious on how we, you know, we have to feed our faith and starve our fears. Very well said. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, it's definitely the way we have to change the way we think because obviously people are going to be, negative upset and that's fine you need to have a reference point to start from but i think you need to also go away from that and think mm-hmm. right what do i want what am i passionate about what am i really good at so mm-hmm. if if you really think about that you might think you know what i could try this just look at it as a new chapter and wow i'm going to do something new now this is great this is a new adventure right yeah, it's awesome. So tell me, see, we were talking about books before. Mm. And as you can see, I love books. There's more elsewhere. But anyway, <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't got used to the Audible and all that, the iBooks. I love a book in my hand. So I still oh, key, Yeah, I love the traditional books. I love to, you know, open my books and read them traditionally, chapter by chapter, make notes and highlight them. Excellent. That's what I love to do too. So what would you say would be your top two books of all time? The ones that really 
enlightened you and motivated you and empowered you to go into this new motivational area? That's a tough question. Okay, so I have two of them. I actually have them here. Intentional Living. This one is by John Maxwell, of course. Of course. Um, it's a book that I love because it talks about choosing a life that matters, right? Like, how do you get intentional about living your life every day? Yes. It starts with, you know, being committed and being empowered to live a successful life. And one thing I like about the book, you know, that stood out for me or has helped my journey in life is you don't only, you know, when you look at success, right? Now, success from this perspective of personal success, of what value is personal success if it's not flowing to other lives? So intentional living is, you know, kind of living a life where you're a river, you're not a reservoir, like holding everything up but you're flowing freely to the life of other people and adding value to them. So intentional living is about how do I impact lives on a daily basis? And I see that as it's a flow, right? It's a process. So you add value to yourself and then you can add value to other people. Now you can't stop growing yourself because then you have to, then you're going to stop growing other people as well. So it's a continuous process. I'm adding value to myself. I'm moving from success personally to significance, which is impacting other lives. So that's one book that's really helped, you know, my mindset and shaped my life. The second one, of course, is Jackson Living the Success Principles that I got on the cruise last year. Yep. It's, this book is, is amazing as well. You know, it has inspiring stories of real people, right? That's so, the second one where it's got all the, right. Oh, so I'll just stories. explain to people. And um, if you're listening on the podcast, you won't be able to see this, obviously, but I'm holding up Jack Canfield's The Success Principles, which came out quite some time ago, probably over 10 years ago now. But he's actually released a second version of The Success Principles, which Esther's got there, which is actually stories of success, people that have succeeded in what they've wanted to do because of this book. So they're all full of testimonials and wonderful stories on how Jack Canfield actually helped them get to where they want to be because that's the title of the book down the bottom. It's the success principles, how to get from where you are to where you want to be. Where you want to be. That's right. And that's what they're basically the principles of what I, my podcast is based on, except it's called your road to success. So. Well, that's interesting. Also the podcast is where you are and you know, where you from where you are to where you want to be is that the title it's called your road to success okay yeah. and the reason i called it that is because my book as you can see behind me i co-authored that with jack canfield and it's called the road to success so for the podcast i just changed it to your road to success so that i'm actually speaking to that person who's listening <laughs> on the podcast i didn't really talk about this book right Yep. The one thing I love about this book that has helped me is creating a vision board is the magic of visualizing. Absolutely. That's one of the projects that I didn't mention, but, you know, creating, I help women every year to create vision boards. I've done this for three years. Yes. And it's amazingly powerful. It's transformational. Because then they get into that space where they begin to realize that, by the way, I think I'm understanding and underutilizing the potential that I'm blessed with. Yes. Right? I have dreams that I could dream of, but you know, they begin to understand that there are barriers that they could overcome because they're not dreaming big, right? Yeah. So creating a vision board for myself has helped me to achieve so, so many goals and dreams that I never imagined that I could because yeah. I move past those limiting beliefs and say, you know what? The sky is a starting point. I do not believe in limiting. 
People say the sky is the limit. But it's not, is it? Any limit. No, 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 no. The sky is the starting point for me. Absolutely. For information about the power of a vision board, you can now download my free ebook that I've created about how to make your vision board literally come to life. Just go to gracechevelle.com.au slash resources. Vision boards, I believe, really work. It's yeah. worked for me. I was a bit sceptical at the start many years ago, but I created one anyway. And I put a book in the middle, like a coloured photocopy of a lovely book, and I wrote on it, Grace Chevelle Author. Now, at the time, I had no idea how that was going to manifest. And this mm-hmm. is what people need to understand. If you want to be a best-selling author, you know, do that. You don't need to know how. The how will show up out of the commitment to the action that you take to get to that goal. So I've got so many things up on my vision board now. So um, it's great. And you need to look at it every day. Now, I'm not here to plug myself here. I'm here to talk about you. But on my website, you can either go to yourroadtosuccesspodcast.com.au and that'll take you to my website, which has got all the podcast details. But I've got free resources on there that you can actually download. And one of them is how to make your vision board come to life. So that's a downloadable resource as well if you haven't actually got a vision board or if you're interested in doing one or even if you do have one and it's not really working for you because it's not a matter of just putting pictures up, is it? There's so many different facets of the vision board that need to be done for Mm -hmm. it to be powerful and valuable, like where it is, what sort of pictures, are you putting words on it? Are you feeling the feelings? Do you see it every day? Do you look at it every day? You know, basically, is it living, right? Or is it put to sleep? But some people, their vision board is put to sleep. They're not looking at it. But you need, you need to breathe life into it every day. You need to... I, I also created a formation statement for my vision board, right? So every morning, like, I look at my vision board with a formation statement because I'm a person of faith, right? And I breathe life into it, right? Because I know I'm in oneness with God. And it's happening. It manifests. It does. It does work. Yeah, it does work. It does work. What's happening with you now, Esther? Have you got any things coming up, any projects? And also, two questions in one, but what is your big goal for the future? So big goal for the future that I've been looking to create is I'm trying to design or develop a leadership academy for youths. So recently I left my corporate job. I call it a corporate prison. You know, my manager was telling me last year, she's like, I said, you have so much to offer the world. I'm not sure what you're doing here, right? But sometimes you get so comfortable in a comfort zone that we begin to shortchange other people that we need to impact. Yeah. So earlier this year, I took that bold leap from limitation to liberation. And so my focus and my goal is to create a leadership academy for youth in particular. And the reason is, if I knew what I knew when I was 10, 15 years younger than this, yes, I think I'll be way, you know, there's so many limiting beliefs that I had to unlearn, you know, and things I had to relearn. So I'm focused on youth and being a mother of two as well, twins, um, I mean, teenagers, pre-teenagers, I see a great opportunity with helping you know, begin to help them shape their leadership capacity and their potential. And so that's one big goal that I'm working on. Yeah, you're right. If we had have known then what we know now, I think things would be a little bit different. And these sort of things aren't taught in schools, maybe on a smaller scale, but children need to know 
that they do have the ability if they want to do something to set goals and visualize and that sort of thing. That's a, that's a great initiative. I think that's wonderful. I think you'll succeed very well in that. I am more than confident that I will because every time I work with youths, you know, I also do, I, I partner with youth serving organizations like schools and the Boys and Girls Club and the YMCA. And I've seen over the past two years that I've been doing this with youths, I see transformation. You know, I remember one of the youths walking up to me last year when I was working with the school. I did, I delivered a workshop for them on understanding the importance of who they are and the gifts they bring to the world. And I talked about the importance of failure to success. Now, failure in the perspective of you keep trying until you get there. The only moments you fail is when you stop trying, right? And I shared my personal story of, you know, when I started this leadership and growth journey and I was trying to get clients and people signed up for my masterclass. And on the day that I was meant to start, I didn't find anybody in the class. And I was talking to myself and I said, what if I'd given up? I don't think I'll be standing before you today. You know, one of this grade nine students came up and she said, thank you for sharing that story because I started a YouTube channel. No one was following my channel and I closed it because I felt I was worthless, right? So for me, that was, that was evidence that I'm, you know, that this is adding value to youth. I can keep quiet. I have to keep spreading this, you know, this impact and helping more youths, you know, understand, you know, how important they are to the world. Yeah. Now, even in the middle of this COVID-19, I started this youth leadership development program. It's a private masterclass for four weeks. And we had parents sign up for their kids. And there's this particular girl that when she came on board the first day, she was looking clueless. She said, I don't know why my parents signed me up for this, but I'm not interested. And I said, okay, let's see. You know, after class today, if you're not interested, yeah. then we'll call it a day. And then I asked her, you know, on a scale of one to 10, how confident are you in your dreams and in your goals and your vision? She said, mm, like one or two. I said, why? Hmm. Then I don't know. So I said, okay, so why don't you do an experiment and let's see, right, if we can get you to seven or eight. And after four weeks of, you know, taking this youth leadership program, um, by the way, which was last week, we did a Zoom call and I said, I'm going to share this recording with your parent, but I want you to share in five minutes how this has helped you. Because she created her own vision board by herself on her phone. She shared with me, I was blown away. And then she said, I think I'm only 10 now. I'm confident. I know my inner strength. And I was watching and like, look at the transformation in four weeks, right? So for me, this is part of what makes me come to life. It's seeing people transform from where they are to where they want to be and, you know, continue to hold them and you know, equip them on their journey. It's a great feeling, isn't it? When you have somebody that you've mentored and they've realized that, yes, they have the ability. I can do this. Well done, Esther. Thank you. It's been very enlightening, inspiring. Thank you so much for your time. I know you're a busy woman. So if anybody wants to contact you, what would be the best way? So right now I'm still working on my, my website, but I could be reached on growth2glowconsulting at gmail.com, on LinkedIn profile as Esther Paladum. I can also be reached via Facebook, Esther Paladum. Want to you know, develop a growth plan or you want to raise your leadership lead? Well, thank you so much for joining me today, Esther. It's been wonderful. And I hope we do this again soon. 
Thank you. You've been listening to Conversations with Grace, the podcast. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate and review this podcast. Join me next week for another episode of Conversations with Grace, Journeys to Entrepreneurship. For more information, you can go to gracechevelle.com.au. Thank you so much for listening.